Hi, Sex and the City fans. Megan McKeever here. Check out my podcast, Cosmos and the City, where I'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City with a slew of fabulous guests. Each week, we'll be talking through everything from who wore what and why to the hottie of the week. So grab a drink and join me on my journey. Thanks, and be sure to subscribe to Cosmos and the City in iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. If you eat waffles like Nessie, drink your whiskey like Swanson, you like parks and recreation If you know you hate Jerry I'm rich, I've never been a horsey You love parks and recreation Well, I love you And I like you Parkies, you fell into the pit. Welcome to I Love You and I Like You, a Parks and Recreation podcast. I'm your host, Elise Michelle. And I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein. And today on the show, we are talking season two, episode two, The Stakeout. And joining us uh, is a writer and comedian. Podcast fans may know him from his podcast, Duck Snort. It's all about baseball. For those people who immediately hear Duck Snort and don't know what that means, please welcome to the show, Greg Nix. Hey. hey. Are you telling me people don't know what Duck Snort means? I don't think people do. I mean, uh, No, you're absolutely right. Right. Nobody, right. nobody knows. Let's nobody go. has ever known. Um, I think it's that, fun to explain, though. Yeah, it is good to explain. Yeah, as soon as I had to Google it uh, when I first heard the title, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, I looked at it when you wrote it on here, and I was like, "I'm sure that's just something I don't get." <laughs> uh, spot on, but yeah. not your fault. Yeah. No, I, I've, uh, I often have to go to like metaphors or analogies too, mm. because even describing it, I guess I should explain it, right? Or should we Why just not? leave your yeah. fans completely in the dark and just like? I, I said, yeah, whatever you feel is necessary. Yeah. Uh, it's, like it's like a, a accidental hit in baseball, basically. Like uh-huh. a bloop hit that like mm-hmm. falls between the fielders. It's not like, yeah. you know, a great play, but they still get on base. Yeah, somehow okay. get something out of it. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. like Duck how snort. I play baseball. Yeah. Or softball. Yeah, accidents. <laughs> accidentally. Me too. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the good news on that is you guys are uh, perfectly SEO ranked. Oh, right. Yeah. You, number one in the Google rankings, you, baby. Yeah, that's if you happen to be Googling Duck Snort. Duck Snort. Yeah, if, you're, if you try, that'll be it. That might be out of a, smell, a spelling error. I think I just figured <laughs> that out, that Duck Snort might supposed to be two words, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen it, it as both. It goes both ways. It so works. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Everybody back off. Yeah. Everybody quit <laughs> criticizing <laughs> me. Audience world. I, I think it might be just me. I'm sorry. Now I feel bad. Uh, <laughs> so uh, like we said, we're going to talk about season two, episode two, The Stakeout. It was written by Rachel Axler, directed by Seth Gordon. Uh, and yeah, Elise, why don't you give us a little quick rundown of what happens uh so basically leslie and tom plan a stakeout when they find that someone has planted weed in the community garden that leslie built in the pit um and then ann and mark also go on their first date bow bow Uh, and in a misunderstanding tom is arrested and leslie has to go bust him out she doesn't really bust him out 
but that was, <laughs> that was my phrase. That would be a different story <laughs> yeah. and really fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A heist episode of Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, I just the, get third, into it. the third act. It's all like these like comical hijinks, and then like the last nine minutes is a high stakes heist, like breaking Tom Haverford out. I'd be into it. Yeah, real twist. Mm. You know, Prison Break was big right around this time, so <laughs> who knows? I yeah, forgot wanted, about that show. They wanted that Prison Break uh, audience. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. I also want to know, did he break out? Yeah, I think. What like, happened? Didn't he break out in the first season? Isn't that the thing? Oh, yeah. I think he breaks out like eight times. Like, I never yeah. really watched it, but I did like, I watched some concurrent shows on Fox, you know, like yeah. 24 and stuff. So I'd see a lot of promos you and it was that. like, it was always the thing where it was like, Dom's back in prison now. Like, he's going back for this crazy twist reason. And now yeah. he has to get out again. He's going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and this season of Prison Break, he's in Mexican prison. <laughs> Just different types of prison. I, this time he's in Disneyland jail. That'd be interesting. This time he's in white collar prison. It's very relaxed. It's pretty much just house arrest. I uh, had this running joke with a friend of mine about there was, I don't think it's still on, but briefly there was a show called Rookie Blue on ABC, I think. Okay, Did you yeah, guys ever I see? vaguely remember yeah. it, but I never saw it, no. But it was all about like rookies on the cop, you know, force. Yeah. Uh, and... Like how, what? How is what is season two of yeah. Rookie Blue? Is it like a new round of rookies, or is it like you're in a new precinct and your rookies here? Like, like I don't care how experienced you are, but here you're a rook kid. Here you don't know shit. So sorry. That's why I feel like um, why like series now have started to adopt the like oh three seasons and we're done or four mm. seasons and we're done because then you can have premises like that and but like do them well and then mm. just get out. Yeah. 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 No, I, yeah, I think, I think just starting every time, every season, uh, the first episode is, you don't know shit here now, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. You dumb fucking idiot. He's an 87 year old. <laughs> yeah. Impossible to justify. You I think community you. ran into that a little bit. It's like, how is this still yeah, happening? Why are these it's people tricky. spending six years in community college when they're, they shouldn't even have been there in the first place, which there. was the premise of this. True tragedy. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, back to the the whole parks thing. Okay. So this, uh, let's let's dive into it. I guess. Uh, so the like the main story of it is uh, this like stakeout thing. Yeah. Anybody ever stalked anybody hard? Anybody done Not like, that. like that? No. no? Okay. Great. I, I just I was hoping for an admission. Staked out. All right. Fuck. I'm the wrong guest for this episode, I yeah. guess. I think maybe I've like driven by a house, mm. but not like parked. Mm. I've definitely oh, driven by. Just to see, <laughs> scope just out see the situation. Just to see what's going on. Any curtains open? Yeah. Anything happening? Yeah. <laughs> vague, and, vague and scary. <laughs> Is that how you guys met? You yeah. were just driving by? <laughs> and actually, I crashed his birthday party uninvited. That's mm-hmm. how we met. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I knew he was having a party. Yeah, she's weird. And I, I bet, crashed it. I bet you were super pissed that there was a, a pretty girl you didn't know at your birthday party. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Yes. <laughs> uh, so angry. Uh, yeah, because I... We vaguely knew each other, and I tend to invite almost everybody to my birthday party. So you being there didn't surprise me because when pe- people show up at my birthday party, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like I've, I've seen you before, so why fucking not? Yeah. Now yeah. I don't invite as many people to my birthday parties. Now I want like three people there. Right. That's One right. of them is not you. <laughs> I hate parties, <laughs> and I hate um, birthdays, and I hate fun. 
I sp- I have met a girl who I dated uh, that very same way. Oh, she yeah? came with like a friend to my birthday party. Wow. Uh, yeah. And wow. I think she, I don't, were you like, were you there to like scope out Steven? Cause she, I think was there to like, I think she had seen me do a show or something like that. And like he was going and mm-hmm. she was like, Oh, I want to go, which was like the most <laughs> flattering thing ever. Right. Know? Yeah. That'll do it. I wish I could tell you that that was the reason it was when the old clubhouse was the, in that like neighborhood, that townhouse. And oh, sure. he was having his party at a bar right next to it. Was and it black? Clubs? Three clubs. Uh, three clubs, yeah. yeah. And so we had a show that <laughs> night, a few of us, and I was like, you know, Steven's having a party, and I'm sure we're going to know people because like, he's an improviser and everybody's going. And I was like, let's just go after our show. And so that's why we went. No, she was scoping me out. <laughs> I was the... scoping out some other dude, and he left. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I wish that was true. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. I may have been at that birthday party. I remember uh, uh, going to three. Was it a joint birthday party? No, uh, no. I've seen you at three clubs I at a, a couple, birthday yeah, party. I did it a couple times there. Like that was probably like my, my second in like three or four years doing it there. I like three clubs. Works in okay place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was hoping I was there for the start of the fairy tale, but let's just not. assume you were, let's, man. Yeah, yeah. let's, let's just assume you were. It feels good. <laughs> it feels good to believe. <laughs> uh, and this uh, this episode too, like uh, pop culture reference, or maybe just culture reference because it's not pop. But uh, this episode, Tom gets arrested. Uh, for like being in his own van but that was the thing where that like it was like some like stanford or harvard professor got arrested for breaking into his own house oh yeah like it was like right around the same time i think i think if i remember correctly he was like an african-american guy and he had to like break into his house for like whatever reason like he got locked out and then they like arrested him and dragged that was like a whole big thing on the news which is super embarrassing and like i would be furious too oh wow you think that was they gave them the I'm pre- idea yeah, for this? yeah, I'm pretty confident that's oh, wow. the deal on that one. Um, I haven't, I've definitely broken into my house, if, like my own house a few times. I've, I've had to do that before. Uh, I did that a bunch of times when I was in high school and I would like lose my keys because mm-hmm. I was an idiot. And so I would like, like have to scale the back wall of my house to like the only open window. Nice. But it uh. did make me feel very cool when I got in. Yeah. Um, you feel like a little bit like James Bondy. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, uh, yeah, I used to break into my own house when I was a teenager, but it's mostly because I was like sneaking out. So I would like sneak out and then all the doors would be locked in the house. And so the quietest way in was to climb climb my backyard like to my backyard going through the garage and then that they started locking that they got wise so then i had to like climb into the backyard and then there was a part where you could kind of get on the roof and then go around the house and go in through my window I was like real sneaky. It's elaborate. Yeah. It was very elaborate. And this comes for full circle for the episode too, because April sneaks out of her house in this episode to save car. Ron. Yeah. Steals her dad's car, takes Ron to the hospital because of his hernia. Hernia. Yeah. Which uh, is what we used to do. Well, I didn't. Steal cars I, or have hernias? Steal cars. <laughs> I've done all of the above. Yeah. Trust me. It was like uh, there were a few people, like a handful of people that could get their parents' car and then they would just come and like pick everybody up at their houses wow. and we would just go. I don't even know. Like one guy had like his parents owned a Christmas tree farm. So we would just go like sit 
and do nothing and then go home <laughs> in a christmas weird. tree farm yeah until one kid got caught with driving his parents car and then we were all fucked yeah i never yeah i never steal my parents car yeah well i mean that's just parks and recreation right they they understand all the universal themes of youth breaking out of your house <laughs> stealing your parents, stealing car. Your parents car. yeah i used to i did used to like roll my car away put it in neutral and roll it so i could like get sneak it down out. the block yeah mm-hmm. i never snuck so, out man it's overrated yeah no it was great every moment was worth it (laughs) yeah i missed out on valuable moments of youthfulness Mm. yeah i mean honest like i think uh at least at least was more rebellious and cool as a kid but i used to like do things like uh drive with my friends around the town and like listen to the postal service for hours like Uh, that i was very lame angsty yeah oh yeah so angsty you know me. Yeah, I wouldn't sneak out. Like, if we snuck out, it wasn't, like, that crazy. If I was, like, going to a party, I would just tell my mom I was somewhere else. Mm. Like, yeah. I would be like, I'm sleeping over at a friend's house and go to the party. Your parents weren't, like, suspicious, though. <clears throat> um, They got suspicious. Yeah, that'll happen. Uh, <laughs> as time went on, but I got crafty. <laughs> my, my parents, like, my like, my parents had accused me of doing drugs pretty young, and I was never even close to like, I was like the yeah, most you're like, a square, straight. dude. I'm a fucking yeah. square, dude. Everybody's square, always bro. making fun of me for it. I was such a square. They're like, you're on drugs. I was like, you're so wrong. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> if they had known people who are actually on drugs, they wouldn't have thought you were yeah. on drugs <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh man. Youth. Oh, uh, yeah. um, oh, no, go for it. it. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, um, you know, we have the opening where uh, she, she's like, are you okay? Are you sure you're okay? That I'm going to go out with Mark. Right. Um, and I liked their little date scenes, like when they were together. I thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. Ann and Mark. Mark and Ann, yeah. Yeah. Into Ann Danowitz. Like they were being fun and cute. And he, I think he's funny. He's definitely better than he was. Like, First season, season one. he's a piece of he's shit. He's an asshole. Yeah, it's just really straight. I always, I do have a soft spot in my heart for Mark, even though like the show definitely hit its stride after he left yeah. and, and like really got to new heights. Like, I do think, I don't think it was the actor's fault. I think he does a good no. job of it. I think tonally that character doesn't quite fit in with the rest of the cast, Yeah, which... I don't know. I imagine will be something you guys talk about a bunch this season. <laughs> but like the, the the one thing that always bumped me about that was like I never bought that Leslie would be into him, and yeah. so like yeah. the, so like kind of I really liked this episode. I liked it more than I like remembered. Yeah. I think there was like a lot of really great moments and a lot of like pretty like cool like oh that was probably the first time that like this thing happened that became like a through line in the show. You know, like the first like April and Ron story or something right. like that. Yeah. But like it, the the setup of like Leslie being jealous of Anna Mark just like doesn't super work for me because I don't buy her being that into Mark. That's interesting. I could yeah, I've always kind of felt that too, especially how we know Leslie Nope from the rest of the series, which is hard to like break away from that but like that no in no world would she ever date anybody like mark brandanowitz but the show does start like where she is sort of in a weird sad lady that's kind of like the yeah that's the her whole thing when it starts like at least romantically is like this mark thing for like the first like yeah i don't know 12 episodes or something she's a she's a true tragic figure (laughs) and it like really stands out too because they do relationships so well on this show yeah but like that one and like the ann and tom relationship were like the two that I could never 
like oh, set yeah. aside Fuck. my sort Anna of disbelief. Yeah, it's like yeah. this just wouldn't be a thing that two these two humans would do. Yeah, know? oh yeah. I mean, that's why I feel like too. Um, in the first season, Mark is super weird, and I wonder if that was like a conscious decision. Oh, decision. Decision. <laughs> to like um, try to make him more like the other ones. Because you're right, he stands out so hard, like especially then. And they were maybe like, oh, we need to like soften him up or like yeah. do something else. Like, He's make him so goofy. cynical yeah. in this like extremely not cynical world. Yeah, well, exactly. Even, I don't know. Even the first season, like some of the characters are kind of cynical, but he is he's just more so. And then especially as season two continues, like he's he's getting squeezed the fuck out because he's the only one who's like that and everyone else is pretty on board and like a team and he's just like i don't know like government isn't like i don't like it <laughs> who cares man <laughs> chill the fuck out mark i think there was also like some behind the scenes drama yeah. with him as an actor and like you know not being happy with his character and stuff and i imagine that makes it way harder to write yeah. for a character if you're like this guy's kind of a knob job or yeah, whatever. You probably. Know? Uh, yeah. I Somebody. I, just, I, I have to say this one real quick because you met, uh, you brought up uh, the Tom and Anne relationship, which is like an insane and weird one. And I mostly agree with it. But I think what I kind of like about that whole relationship is one, it never seemed like either of them were actually like invested in each other, no. which I'm sort of fine with because I feel like that type of relationship exists where you just see people like, I mean, they're dating, but like, why? <laughs> why? are they doing that like it was almost it was almost like this is, i'm giving them too much credit for this it almost felt to me like a commentary on like how sitcoms uh they just everybody fucking dates yeah like every combination like friends oh they all dated each other uh even ross and uh his sister monica kind of made you out at some point season when they, they made out dating? they made out. like that's what i mean yeah. like they Wait, literally what ross and I'm monica not, i don't watch friends they made out you should watch friends first off <laughs> <laughs> first yes yes that is the thing that they uh ross uh like what is it ross he like they're drunk at a party or something when they're kids or they're younger and then ross like makes out with a mystery girl on a pile of coats at a party and that's his whole thing and then he finds out that it was monica uh, yeah. and that she was the pile of coats <laughs> It's a good show, Craig. Wow. It's a good That's show. That's deeply fucked up. It is deeply <laughs> fucked. It's like, it's mean on so many levels, and yeah. I love it. Uh, that takes a lot of huevos to uh, write that story. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Uh, Martin Kaufman Crane. You guys are geniuses. I think that's right. Genius. Uh, um, yeah. But, I mean, have you guys ever just dated someone that you were, like, just bored, so you just dated them because yes. you were, like, whatever? 100%. Yeah. I mean, everybody has. I actually, Most and, much. like, it was kind of a... That similar circumstance of like, well, she's friends with all of my friends, you know, like this is easy. And like, I wish it had been more of a commentary on that. Actually, Like it, I would buy it more if they were kind of both like, I guess like, yeah, you're here. Yeah, right. You're the one person I know that like and it all fits together very neatly. So, yeah. Yeah. We've all done those. No. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Uh, let's not name names. It's a small community here in L.A. I have several names. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she just starts naming like your names. <laughs> Steven, Steven Perlstein, uh, <laughs> just kind of mean we're around, and it kind of got stuck. And yeah, here we are, here we hosting are. a Parks and Rec podcast. <laughs> yeah, we were like, I guess we should do a podcast. <laughs> this both kind of like the only this. thing we have in common. <laughs> This is what's keeping our relationship together. Oh, God. Oh, the podcast uh, is over? Yeah. Out. Yeah. I mean, also, 
I just want to say, like, I'm always conscious of the the idea that it's possible we won't end up together in the future. Divorce rates are high. I don't believe that's going to happen, but I'm always conscious of that idea. At <laughs> least just rolled her eyes. But I'm just imagining somewhere, like, in you know, five years we're not together, and somebody like listens to this podcast, and they're like, "Oh, bye." <laughs> five years? I don't know. My God, it's a random amount of time. It wasn't like meant to end. If it's exactly five years to the day, and then somebody's listening, they're like, "Oh my God, he knew." Yeah, I hope that's what happens. <laughs> Way to put a real hex on this uh, relationship. I think it's the exact opposite. I think if you're like, we're going to last forever, then the like the right, gods of fate will be it. like, you fucking idiot. This is, this oh, is okay. the reverse jinx. Yeah. Going back to baseball, the reverse jinx is uh, a very important tool and a fan's toolkit to, uh, I've, I've reversed jinx. How would you jinx reverse jinx something? No hitters, uh-huh. stuff like that. How do you, how do you do that? Wait, I don't know this. I've never done a reverse jinx. The, re- the reverse jinx would basically be saying like, Oh my! This team isn't going anywhere this year. Okay, you know, or like this guy's got no chance to hit a homer right now. Got He's it. gonna yeah. strike the fuck out. Yeah, and then he hits the homer, and you reverse jinxed him. Nice. That was my favorite. Uh, Will Will Hines came on the podcast and said something like he was at a Los Angeles game, Dodgers a Dodgers game, game. and. Uh, I don't remember who it was who like went up to plate and he was like looking at the stats and just said something like this guy never gets a hit. And then like the next like literally a second later, he hits a home run. Yep. I was yeah. like, yeah, that'd be the most embarrassing <laughs> and pretty much how I live my whole life. I get him. Well, you reverse jinxed him. You reverse jinxed him. Um, OK, so then what else? Oh, we also get wrong. Uh, no, sorry. I was going to say we also get Louis C.K. coming in. We do. Uh, thank God. Like seeing Louis C.K. pretty much in anything. Oh, yeah. He's so cute. Um, so, well, that's later. OK, fine. Yes. Yeah, fine. You go in your order. Oh, I was just going to say uh, <laughs> I liked when Leslie went into Ron's office and was like, did you get my email? Did you get my voicemail? Did you get my phone? Did you yeah. They really <laughs> tapped into like Leslie taking things way too seriously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah they figured great. that out for the, sure. The moment, too, when she's uh, in the like lobby of the police station and he's like go home come back in the morning and mark and ann are like yeah yeah we will and leslie's just like (laughs) (laughs) just like uh yeah just way over committed uh Really great comedic trait. Like uh, so smart. Like yeah. such a smart thing to mind. <laughs> yeah. Just, like prison changes a man. He's there for like four hours. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. And it and she's right. They always come right. out different. Yeah. But you know one thing that kind of bugged me about that first scene of her office, like I feel like because Ron didn't look at her. He couldn't move because of his hernia. He sneezed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> couldn't move his torso or his head. I feel like she would be like are you what's wrong like are mm. you okay but you know i mean i get that that's like for story purposes right. or whatever mm. but uh that was weird to me that she wouldn't like care about it's a little Ron. willfully ignorant on her part yeah well i i kind of think that's like part of the genius of the storyline is because ron is such a still like solemn yeah. sort of uh man of few words like he's the one character that you could buy like oh he's just gonna sit no, without yeah. moving yeah True. oh when he's yeah. staring at that guy buffing the floor is the funniest thing <laughs> that, stare, that guy was just like um, okay. <laughs> nick hofferman has just a crazy stare it's true his facial expression he's got a good face oh man they're so good god bless it he could just raise an eyebrow and it says everything i think that is like one of uh maybe like a nightmare scenario like i don't uh i feel awkward all the time i'm sure there's other people out there who feel the same but like being forced to just like make eye contact (laughs) with someone like just they're cleaning and you just have to look at them that's the worst thing 
<laughs> a would, stranger? Would oh. it be worse for you to be the one who who's making contact or to receiving contact? Ooh. I feel like making. Receiving is tough. But you can like like the 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 floor waxer. You can just walk away from that. But making you're the you're the weird one. Why are you staring? It'd be a million thoughts must be going through that person's head. Like that's all I could think is like I'm just staring into someone's eyes, and they're like, "Why is this fucking freak staring at me?" I mean, as a a female, if a, a man is staring at you that long and intense, you just go run far away. Sure, yeah, get out of there. Yes, uh, I uh, every episode, we like to make a safety announcement to all women. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, if a guy <laughs> just stares at you and doesn't break eye contact and doesn't blink, you gotta go. Yeah, Run you gotta. Or help him with his hernia. Or, yeah, one or the I other. I don't know. Don't risk it. <laughs> you got a, yeah, you got a night crawler situation on what your hands. What is there. a hernia? I'm a big old dum dum. What exactly uh, is a hernia? Greg? I think Do you I know? Because I don't. I, I believe it's when, um, let's see if I can get this even close to right, but I believe it's when like uh, the something goes like, like your, it happens a lot with like your stomach, I think, where like your stomach lining will like push through the muscle uh, or something like that. It's like, it's like oh. when like, I think it's when something like pushes through a muscle that is not supposed to. Ah. Oh. There's a really good Friends that, episode where Joey Tribbiani has a hernia. Uh, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Gotta watch Friends quick. You, yeah, you know, I guess so. <laughs> Man, you guys didn't tell me to prep on every episode of Friends before I came on this podcast. Yeah. That's funny because, yeah, I do like see it. I've never heard of anyone in my life having a hernia, but I see it on TV all the time. Or like, I mean, like hernia is like a thing, I guess. Uh, well, I, so... <laughs> You just that it? shuddered at the description. Did what? Did I get it close to right? Was that uh, sort of the description? You know, all these descriptions are are quick, and I feel like maybe not not exactly. But it says it just says a bulging of an organ or a tissue through an abnormal opening. So yeah, I guess it might be that. It's got to be something like that. You it, sound right because it happens with like physical labor, where like you yeah, like you know you yeah. strain your muscles too hard, so it'll From like have a little weird. tear yeah. and something yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Something like that. And they oh, said uh, they said it also hurts in your testicles. It'll hurt in your testicles if you get a hernia. So there you go. Oh. So does, does that mean taste. it's a, a, a oh. male only thing? No, no. Yeah. But they, you'll just apparently you'll feel the pain there too. What <laughs> is this? This is so gross. Oh, ah! gross. <laughs> now I'm real sad I'm that sorry. I care. <laughs> You're sad for Ron. I'm sad for myself. <laughs> just avoid a hernia, man. Yeah. No. Easy. I always lift from my back. I always, just every time I snap up. <laughs> uh, and then, okay, yeah, sorry. We have, and then we have, yeah, Tom does so get. Tom and Leslie go on their stakeout. They're on the stakeout. They bring oh, yeah. some stuff. Yeah. I want to quote one of my favorite moments. Tell me. Is when, they see, when they're on their stakeout and they see Andy and he comes over and they're like, Andy, like, come come into the van with us. And he says, I'm supposed to have a rock fight with this crazy guy. <laughs> but he's, like, 20 minutes yeah, late. So. 20 minutes late. And, and he's, like, and he says that, and then he, like, looks around, like, maybe he'll still come. Yeah. yeah. He, like, yeah, Andy just looks around for just one more second, like, if he's right here, I don't have to go with him. <laughs> a rock fight. 
Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. It's beautiful, it. specific. Oh, oh fuck. And all the shit she brought with her. It's yeah. like, it was like, you know, it's classic improv thing. It was like, here, a notepad, like, mm-hmm. normal thing. Here's a, like, whatever, flashlight, normal thing. And whipped cream. And you're just gonna, like, yeah. oh, do you know what Gorp is? No. Okay, right. she brought a bag of Gorp, and I thought she said a bag of pork, and I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. But I Googled Gorp, and I guess it's just, like, what people call trail mix. Oh. Oh, I have heard that, but it's like trail mix with like like caramel or something in it. It's like it's oh, like oh, is that what it is? Yeah, okay. it's like melted together or something. Maybe oh, I could yeah. be very wrong with the definitions I'm giving to anything. No, that. you know what, Greg, you define anything yeah, you yeah. want. Yeah. <laughs> On this podcast, we're always right. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Re- redefining reality. Yeah, why not? <laughs> man? Why fucking not? Yeah, uh, I feel like that's got to be no. like a regional thing. Yeah, Gorp. Yeah, that must be Gorp. Well, I don't yeah. Know. Also, yeah, what? Uh, Dave Louis C.K. describes as uh, a disturbing amount of candy, <laughs> or like, or no, an inappropriate amount of candy, <laughs> which is way better. <laughs> like, yeah, an amount of candy candy is offensive to society. Yeah. yeah. Our explanation too was great. It was like I brought a ton of candy because I like a ton of candy. <laughs> I'm like, okay. God bless it. Yeah, that's fair. Him. That's super fair. Um, but yeah, so what you were talking about when Dave comes is basically Tom's trying to break back in yep. to the van because he got locked out because yes. they had to go buy Andy some real food instead of candy necklaces. Sugar high. Oh, yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> There's a string in that, not in this one. Uh, not in this one. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Andy really hit it out of the park in this, this episode. He's great. He's, Andy, he's, yep. He doesn't have like a huge amount to do, but yeah. like he really like when he dives back into yes, the pit. That's what I was going to say. This mm-hmm. is the episode where he dives. <laughs> <laughs> he dives into the pit to avoid him. I'm just, oh my God, it was so Somebody, funny. I'm sure he wasn't supposed to do that on set. I'm sure everybody's like, all right, so just do a safe fall, yeah, like right. ran on your back, and he just like jumps in. I, I thought face it was first. like a stunt person for sure. I was like, oh, really? I don't know. To do that I don't it's know. It's so funny. It's and so he insane. He launches into that thing. When he faints, so too, it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's great. Uh, the best. Thank, thank God for Chris Pratt. I hope he does some big things. We're all praying for him here. We're all pulling for that little guy. Yeah, I got. I got a good feeling about him. <laughs> Put your money on it. Yeah, I think he'll, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do just fine. I don't I think, think he'll that. ever do a movie that makes even fifty million dollars. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say it right now. There's no way. Okay. Wow. No way. Putting even that, I've made a fifty million dollar movie. <laughs> that's true. Oh yeah. What was the name of that movie again? Uh, Crisscross. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a street it's an action dancer. Film. Oh, is an action, it's an action, action film. film. Uh, I was dancing. a street dancer yeah. turned. Assassin. Oh yeah, it's sort of like a triple X situation. Yeah, you had to like switch places with your double, right? That's yes. why it's called crisscross. Oh, and you were both you were both named Chris. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and our last name was Cross. <laughs> you know what? I mean, there's been worse ideas for movies. Uh, specifically, Valerian in the City of a Thousand, whatever the fuck it is. Oh yeah, uh, we just saw it's that bad. last night. It's very bad. Valerian. Really, so bad. Oh, Special bad. It's gotten pretty good reviews. It looks. Wow. truly insane it doesn't deserve anything, anything good to, I, I'll, I'll say it looks cool it looks kind of cool for a little bit some and of then it, yeah. some of it only some of it yeah that's fair that's fair okay fuck it no not valerian <laughs> no, we can't Sorry, talk about that terrible i always just want to say how bad uh movies are uh okay. yeah and then uh and then yeah like you said at the police station leslie's trying to uh break tom out uh and screaming at him uh, but she doesn't really she doesn't really justify like it's not like she says any like magic trick to get him out. She just sort of I guess she just explains it all and he's like, OK, fine. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, they're like, we have to keep him, so yeah. she just, like, gives in, I guess. I was like, fine. Yeah. Also, just one, like, small pet peeve. I'm so annoying. I'm sorry. Please. When he's like, we found this camera in the van and, like, the inappropriate amount of candy and these pictures of a couple on a date. I was like, how did you develop those pictures in five minutes? <laughs> Oh, he he had out like he had for oh, like really? he was picking him up, yeah, mm. and like show you could like see Anne and um, Mark in the picture. Wow, so uh, Louis C.K. is a pervert. The crack <laughs> the crack team of film developers at the police station. <laughs> yeah. I guess they don't like we don't know how long Leslie was at the fast food place with Andy. True. Right, it could have been a, an hour yeah. or two. <laughs> yeah. Could have just they gone picked to a one hour Tom. photo. Yeah, they dropped off the pictures at a one hour photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to. Yeah, that's definitely what it's fine. Okay, that was just that a was, small peppy moment. No, <laughs> I. Yeah, I can. I can see that as a pet peeve. Sure. Yeah. I think, I mean, there was probably, they probably shot the scene where they explained that whole thing. They had to cut it for time, as good as it was yeah. to go to the, the 24 hour film. I yeah. I, th- I thought for a second they were going to do one of my pet peeves. They didn't end up doing it, but I, I hate on a show and I think they've done it like once or twice on Parks and Rec where like they're, they're kind of cross cutting between like two different storylines that are happening at different times of day. Yeah. Like the times, you know, so yeah. there's be like, like no way it could. Yeah. yeah. Like, and like it'll, it, they even show like ones at night, but it just makes more story sense for like a TV show structure to have That's them happening the, yeah. at the, you know, concurrently for the audience. Yeah, that'll happen every now and again. And it's like you guys couldn't, you didn't just have anything finagle. Else. Like, yeah, yeah, there's no way to like sort of like <laughs> massage this into making chronological sense. <laughs> no, okay. no, we give up zero effort. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and, you know, friends would never have done that. Um, what do we? What do you say we go ahead and talk about her? I love it and I like it moments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. um, I'll just dive in. So my love it moment is. Um, when Tom turns to Leslie after she at the end, and he's like, uh, "Mark's an idiot. You can do so much better." Oh yeah, that's um, it was a nice moment because you don't see Tom being that nice, especially not this especially early. Not yeah, this early in the series. So, I mean, he did immediately undercut it with like, "Not me. Keep it yeah, in your pants. Keep it in nope. pants." Nope. <laughs> uh, but it was still sweet because he like genuinely said it. it was no, nice. it was super sweet, and yeah. it was also like. That's one of the key differences, I think, between the first season and the second season is like people like really believing in Leslie and treating her as like somebody that they love and admire instead of somebody who annoys them. Yeah. And like that was a a really just great moment of like, hey, like you're great. You can do better. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sweet. Um, And my like you moment, we already said, but when Andy just whispers in a mark and then sprints to the pit and dives in. (laughs) It was so funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my dad started rewatching the show after mm-hmm. we started doing this podcast, and he texted me to tell me just about that exact moment. Like he just dives into the pit. It's so funny. It's so like, that's yeah. why I thought it had to be a stuntman because that is a serious dive. Yeah. yeah, he's like horizontal to the ground for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Crazy. I mean, when I was younger, I could have done it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Look, this is Steven. We all get it. You're really strong. Okay. No, man. man like, oh, just ask me to pick up something. <laughs> I don't want you to get a hernia. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, no, I don't want that either. <laughs> oh God. Um, okay, so for me, uh, I think my love it moment. I think it's what Greg said. Is like I just liked it when Leslie was like, no. Like I just, just that. Uh, I think those are like I like seeing those early moments of very like Leslie things or. Uh, even or any of the characters like they're really defining traits and just her like stubborn stubbornly caring about somebody like yes good this is good I, I really love that one um I like it I know I have a favorite joke from this one I forgot it we watched a couple episodes in a row so now I'm lost uh 
I thought oh, it was The Rock. Yeah, no, it's The Rock fight with the crazy guy. <laughs> yeah. That's why, yeah. I'm sorry I spoiled all no, of it. No, it no, is no. so funny. It's just so funny. It's like, what an insane thing to say. Yeah. And to be looked for it. There's so many layers of why I think that's funny. I just can't get over it. <laughs> I mean, all of my like you moments that I was like trying to decide were just Andy because it's yeah. just so funny. He's great in this yeah. episode. Yeah. They really crush it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg, what about you? Love it, like it. Love it, heartfelt, like it, funny. Well, my heartfelt one was the same as yours, Lisa. Yeah. The Tom moment, uh, but as a as a runner up, I'll go with uh, Dave's little like monologue thing at the end where he's talking about uh, Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. "I like her in a womanly way, or whatever." <laughs> yeah. like, oh. uh, just like a man struggling so hard with his emotions and like putting it into words <laughs> and being oh. a professional at the same time so was funny. very endearing. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Dave like as a character in general, mm-hmm. but like I think that is a very endearing moment. Yeah. Um, I'll say that my like it moment, my funny moment will be uh, I'm Ron fucking Swanson. Like, yeah, yeah. like, of course I'm ready. Like charging himself up to be dragged down the hallway <laughs> in a rolling chair. It's like, I'm Ron fucking Swanson. <laughs> oh, and then immediately yeah. undercut hit by him being yeah. rolled away and going, like, I'll watch it. Watch yeah, it. yeah, right. <laughs> I also forgot when he like throws the burger at his mouth, like he like pauses. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. just chucks it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. know what? That actually might be one of my favorite jokes in it too uh when uh April, like he's talking to april at night he's stuck there uh and she she's like all right i'll be right back and then she like fakes walks away and he goes are you still there and she goes no i just wanted to check to see if you'd notice and then she actually leaves and he like waits saying he goes are you still there <laughs> like that's so funny to me like it was just a, oh that's so great i love that oh, one a lot one more oh just one more with yeah, they're when all they're good. Like, she was like do you know when leslie's at the station she's like do you know who like i'm a parks employee the man you arrested is a parks employee i'll have ron Swanson down here and it just cuts really quickly to him sitting in the dark and then cuts back <laughs> so weird it's so such funny. a funny choice I love uh, it oh. uh, alright so now we do the thing we like to rate this episode we rate it out of uh, 0 to 10 anything's in this episode or anything you feel like rating it out of um, I no longer give examples because I feel like I've repeatedly stolen other people's ideas of what to rate it oh, out yeah. of I just give it a general like you could do 1 out of 10 waffles or 1 out of 10 pits that's or, smart that's a yeah. smart way to do it yeah. yeah so you could do that if you'd like okay. um, Elise why don't you start with your rating uh, okay so I thought about this long and hard you guys Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Um, I'm going to give it a 5.5 out of 10. Wow. I'll, I'll tell you why. 5.5 out of 10 um, weed looking carrot tops. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> because while Andy was like, I think, really funny and the Ron storyline was pretty funny, I don't think we got a lot of like everyone else. And I really like when we get like the parks department working together. Sure. Um, and I still think Leslie's getting there. Um. Yeah, and the Mark storyline is kind of like whatever because he's leaving, so yeah, mistake. <laughs> you just don't care. <laughs> I, I get mean, it, he's I fine, get it. but yeah, you I know, it. it's just like you're right. Like once Rob Lowe and um, Adam Scott, uh, yeah, Adam Scott gets there, it just goes. Right. Indeed. Um, yeah, to me, I think... Wait, what'd you give it? 5-5. Five, five. Okay, yeah. I think to me, I think I'm always rating just a little bit higher than you, which is not... I, I'm always... I'm also worried because I just know I'm going to hit a ceiling. Like, I'm going to be doing 10 from, like, season three on. Uh, but for me, this is like... A, I think it's a 6.5 uh, stringless candy necklaces. 
Um, cause yeah, I think I like it overall. I think, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's not as good as I remember, but I do think that the, Anne, like the Anne and Mark date, like I, I just start to not hate Mark as much as I did. I think there's some like, uh, a little bit of nuance enough to like enjoy for me. Um, and I like this episode and I just like that we get like, I guess it's not really an Andy story, but, um, a little bit more like a fun taste of him in a different light, I guess. Yeah. Uh, cause I think the first episode back he's there, but it's not quite the same. Like it's not like we crazy Andy. Um, they really learn how to use him. He's, yeah. he's so much more lovable. And yeah, after the first season, cause in the first season you're like, this guy's kind of, I mean, he's yeah. still a doofus, but you're Anne's with him yeah. and he doesn't treat her well. And you're like, stop it. You know? Yeah. yeah. And then as much as you were saying, like there, it is a little, like I think that is sort of a little contrived what you're saying like that she cares so much about Mark and is stalking him or whatever but I do like that they set it up in a it takes like a couple steps to get there like I always think especially in later seasons they do they do like there's a big I, I always talk about this one there's a big fight where they all get drunk at the snake hole lounge and and oh, that's and my Leslie favorite fight. episode it's a really great episode it's like yeah, yeah it's like one of the best obviously um but like that one builds so like nicely and I really like that. And even even this in a small way, I'm like, oh, it's not that she was spying on Mark. It's like that she was doing a thing and then he was there. So it's like I totally get why that could happen and why it'd be a thing. It didn't felt like didn't feel forced. It didn't feel like so contrived to just like kind of be hacky. So I don't know. I like that. I give it an yeah. extra point for that. Right, I, what about you? What are you thinking? I will give it I really liked this episode. But I know how good it gets, so I will like tamper my enthusiasm a bit. I'm still going to rate it higher than you guys. I'll give it 7 out of 10 Leslie headline jokes, okay, newspaper yeah. headline yeah, jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. this is the first time maybe she does one of those like super long headline yes. things, which is <laughs> a very funny great. recurring yeah. gag to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I thought it was just like... I actually, I mean, the the Ron and April thing I really love because I love their relationship. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought there were just like sweet moments for every character that showed like uh, they're really honing in on what each of these characters' voices and roles in the show are. Yeah. Um, for sure. So, yeah, yeah I, I guess like in my brain, I've watched like season three onward, like several more times than I've watched season one and season two. So yeah. in my brain, I kind of lump it all together as like, well, they can hadn't quite found it yet. And it's still, but like it, it definitely exceeded my expectations this time around. Yeah. I think the last time you spend with uh, the first couple seasons, you're probably pleasantly surprised. By yeah. It. yeah. It's I still mean, good. It's, it's still, still better still than stuff. like, yeah. you know, 90% of TV shows, yeah. I think. Yeah, sure. that's fair. That's fair. Um, you said something um, that reminded me of one thing I did hate. It was at the end mm. when um, Dave does say like, oh, I get it. You're just, you were just like stalking your ex-boyfriend and your mm -hmm. friend going on a date. And she like lets it go. And I was like, um, but no. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of like. I wonder what they were angling at with that, like, because it's never really clear, like, how much is each. And because Leslie didn't argue with it, I was like, oh, is this actually in her mind the whole time? Or did it pop up, like, when? I think it's actually more interesting if it was in her mind the whole time and, like, that mm. she, you know, that's why she freaked out over the weed thing. But, like, it oh, it, it yeah. wasn't, yeah. it's not quite earned in the writing. Yeah. It's not that's quite fair. set up that way. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I guess I could buy that maybe she just let it go because there was weed there and she didn't want to be like tied to it. 
So she just let him think that it was because she was being a crazy ex, but whatever. Well, I isn't like it, it? Didn't he also say something like it's like cute or whatever? Isn't that like why she he, she let it go? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think I. I mean that that does feel like a little like loose in the writing. I agree with that, but I'm sure they're just like we got Louis for three episodes. Do whatever <laughs> make to make it work. Yeah, that's fine. I, yeah. That was just a little when I heard it. I was like, um, no, sir, no, sir. It's fine. Um, well, hopping, uh, moving forward, then I. I mean, we always like to cover a Pawnee mural, some of our favorite fan art, uh, from all the Parks and Rex fans out there. Uh, so this is a piece called uh, Swivel by the artist Phil Novo. Uh, I'm just going to open up the new town. It's like too small. Uh, and it depicts Ron Swanson uh, in his uh, little swivel chair uh, that he, I remember at one point he gets like a 360 desk. It's a later thing. Yeah. It, but I'm yeah. just reminded of this one just because he looks so stern and maybe like he has a hernia. Oh, <laughs> he looks like he hates He does. Life. That's like the perfect stare they've captured right there. Yeah. yeah I was going to say things to accomplish today. Nothing. Yeah. It's a, and I like, I just like this style too. Like there's a whole bunch of weird little like tiny doodles in the background. Like there's an Uncle Sam drawing. And I think that's got to be like Jerry in the back, right? Like getting like ignored by him. And, and then it's all done on lined paper and there's coffee stains and stuff. I don't know. I was like, this is cool and weird. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It's like as if Ron did a portrait of himself (laughs) on like something that he had already used. It's like a piece of paper he had already used. Yeah, is that it's, it's Uncle cool. Sam crushing people in his oh, hands? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, like Uncle Sam does. Uncle yeah, Sam. With exactly. his razor sharp teeth. Crushing souls. Uh, yeah, you know, goddamn government. Hate it. Uh, that's not true. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Phil Noto, uh, or I don't know how to say that last name, N-O-T-O. How would you guess? Noto. Noto? Great. I think you're spot on. Yeah. I feel good about it then. I don't know. I don't know how to say anybody's name. I hate pronouncing names gives me such anxiety because I'm like, I just, I feel so bad and I don't get anything yeah. wrong. Just, I just call everybody you. I have like an anxiety where I'm going to get somebody, like I'm going to call somebody the wrong name, even if I'm positive, I know their name. Like I've, yeah. you know, I know them very well. I see them all the time. I like almost <laughs> never say people's names because I'm just like so worried that the wrong name is going to slip out yeah. somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get uh, that. And just such an embarrassing moment. Yeah. I've gotten more and more aggressive about people calling me Stefan. Uh, my, I spell the name Stephen with the PH and I've just gotten more and more aggressive. Like I, I used to just like let you it want go. people. To- <laughs> no, no, no. I like it's Stefan now. It's Stephen now I'm Stephen. No, like people used to get it wrong and I'd let it go or whatever. But now I'm like actively like correcting people. Uh, so like the that other seems on brand for you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it really is. Some guy, some guy uh, I got a pack or. Yeah. No, I, I think this is, I went to a restaurant. And I was like, oh, I got a, I made an order uh, online for Steven. Mm, we don't got anything. And I was like, are you sure? Is it, you know, chicken, chicken cob, but no, no chicken. I don't think so. Uh, I got a, I got one for uh, Stefan. And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's Steven. He's like, no, it's spelled Stefan. <laughs> And oh he, he, he debated with me so long on it that I was like, I mean, why, why wouldn't you just back down? Right. This is over a fucking $9 salad. Give me the salad, bro. <laughs> just 
And it's like that he thinks you got the pronunciation of your name wrong. Oh yeah, like or that I like spelled yeah, or that I spelled it wrong. Like I must have accidentally slipped. Uh, yeah, I just I get so mad. I'm like, it's not that uncommon. That's it's not funny. that uncommon. Everybody calls me Alice, <sighs> mm. and a few people at my job do it, and I just yeah. let it go because I'm like, I'm too far in to like keep <laughs> correcting <laughs> them. So now I just respond to Alice. Yeah, your your like boss calls you Alice, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? How long have you worked for them? Uh, since December. Yeah. Oh my god. Like eight months of this. Can you believe that? I know. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, he has. Like You're a, a really Jerry. <laughs> You're the Jerry of your office. Yeah. yeah it's this true. is literally a Jerry situation. You Jerry so yourself. She, like my girl that I work with, she always like jokes. She's like, "So Alice, what are you doing?" Because she's he's her boss too. Mm-hmm. But like, I also think like it's different because he's a really really thick accent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like when some people see my name down, they're just like Alice because I don't know. You wouldn't guess at least. I don't know what. Yeah. It's fine. I go by Alice now, everybody. <laughs> Alice and Stefan. My favorite Steph. Parks and Rec podcast hosts. <laughs> Alice and Stefan. Uh, now Take somebody needs to start that. Just Alice and Stefan's Parks and Rec podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about our, our Jerry Dits. Why not, right? Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Jerry Dit moments is just something you've messed up lately or you're just, uh, could be big, could be little, you screwed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime in the near past or maybe a future one that you think you're going to screw Yeah. Steven. Um, mine isn't that like uh, interesting, mainly because I can't give a ton of details for it, but I'll just try it anyway. Is I'm get, I have a client where I'm making like a Twitter bot for it. And um, I told him a little bit like before we started making it, I was like, I think this might be against the rules of Twitter, but like I'm going to try to get around it because I think I can be clever. And uh, they're like, OK, great. Like we're going to launch it on Monday. Like we're really excited for the big launch and uh, put it launch it. Got it all set up, and then literally within three minutes, it got pulled down and like banned, and like huge shit storm. And I was like, "Uh, fuck!" I was, oh boy, I was so confident it wasn't going to be an issue. I was like, "I think I'm a little clever," and it's like, "No." Twitter is smarter than me. Yeah, Twitter's yeah. An army of engineers that they pay hundreds yeah. of thousands yeah. of dollars. To. I barely know anything about it. I'm, I'm, I literally like I'm not. This is not my specialty. Is like Twitter bots. That's not really what I'm good at. I know a little enough to like get stumble through this. I'm like, I think I'm gonna be clever. Instantly felt like such a dumbass, and so I spent the whole week like apologizing and trying to course correct. Uh, feel like a real hubris. idiot. Yeah, feels great. Feels yes. really great. Yeah. I love it. Um, I have one and no joke I had this one before I watched like the episode and and then I watched it I was like oh my god it so goes together guys (gasps) Uh, I'm a genius anyway (laughs) um, so basically we have this balcony out here Yes, and it's um, a little small to like sit or really do anything but I was like I'm gonna do like a little garden I'm gonna have like a little city garden I'm gonna do it up so Mm -hmm. I built a little planter box we have like shelves down at the other end for like little like pots and stuff with herbs and stuff in them so I was like ugh last year I planted a bunch of shit and it was like this time of year it was so hot the sun is like on the balcony a lot 
fried everything. Nothing could like really grow. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, you know, I tried. Uh, maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll wait till it's less hot and try again. And then I didn't. But then I recently planted some basil out there and yeah. I forgot that at this time of year, everything is just so hot that it just, so it just died again. So I just have a fucking exact- balcony <laughs> full of dead plants where I'm like, one of these days I'm going to grow some kale. You're fully incapable of learning from your own mistakes. I really am. I just <laughs> I forget that they happened and then I do them again. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a good Jerry one. I like that mind. one. Uh, Greg, what about you? <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> uh, my Jerry moment, I think was I, uh, I play a D and D game, a sure. weekly D and D game, but, uh, the guy who hosts it just moved. So he can't host it at his apartment anymore. So we were looking for like a new place to host it. I was like, Oh, you know what? We could probably do it like in a conference room at my job. Like if it's in the evening, there's usually conference rooms. Like it'll be fine. Right. And everybody was like, cool, cool, cool. Is it cool if we like smoke and drink? Like we always do like (laughs) smoke a bunch of weed and order pizza and drink. I was like, no, 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 no. That's not cool at all. You know what? In fact, this was a terrible idea to invite like six dudes to my work every week, like every Tuesday night for like a and d game. Like, what was I thinking? Like, no, we can't have it there. I'm so sorry that I led all of you on. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> that's so funny. It was funny. a very like half thought out idea when I tossed it yeah. out there. Yeah. Have you guys done it there since or have you moved? We, we... Haven't had it since, like, at all (laughs) since that since he moved. That'll do it. Oh no, yeah, that's a that's an embarrassing uh, good Jerry. Yeah, Uh, damn it, Jerry. Yeah, we've Uh, all got a little Jerry inside us. We like that segment. Yeah, (laughs) we everybody's screwing up constantly. Just admit it, guys. They're fun. Yeah, Elise (laughs) has way more Jerry inside of her because (laughs) she goes by the wrong name at work. I truly think that's the funniest thing. That's very funny. Yeah. Well, oh man. What are you gonna do? Uh, where would it, where would it go from Alice? You know, and goes Jerry, Larry, Terry. Oh, I yeah. get um, like, I get Alyssa a lot. Okay. Even though so, I don't have an A at the end. Wow. Yeah. You got a. No, I guess that's close. The first part looks like looks it would like be Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah. yeah. So I get that a lot. Ali- yeah. Alyssa, and then Alicia. it would have to circle back Alicia to yeah. back to Elise. So yeah. it would circle <laughs> back to, yeah. to Elise. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. My grand or my uh, aunt's name is Alicia, mm-hmm. and so I also did just get called Alicia by my grandfather growing up <laughs> my whole life. Was that because of senility? Senility, or was I mean, it- he was just old? He had like six kids. They yeah. had a bunch of kids. Too many people, and he's like, "You're all Alicia." I just guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I did a I did a mentoring uh, program. Uh, a couple years ago I met a bunch of kids and you have like one kid that's yours but there's always like these group things and there's like a hundred of these kids and for some reason they all liked me just because I was like young and like made jokes uh and they all knew my name and I didn't know any of their names and I felt so bad so that was very much a lot of me I was just calling them like dude and buddy uh I was just a lot, a lot of that and uh even for the girls because I was like I don't know I can't yeah. get it right that's a very camp counselor skill I've felt, been a camp counselor yeah. before and it's exactly that like, like 400 dude. kids who know your name because you're one of like 12 adults yeah it's not fair it's not fair at all sorry little buddy yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right sport um let's go ahead and get out there I told I actually I asked the 
like the the people who organize it they were like looking for suggestions i was like if you guys made like a little like facebook or just like all their photos and names i would actually study it like i would spend the time to do it because i feel so bad but like every time you go in there's a hundred of them they all swarm you instantly there's no way you can remember that i'm not a superhero i feel like that book would be just a horrible liability for them of like (laughs) The, the kidnapper gets his hands on it. He's like, Patrick, oh, James, yeah. Darwin, I'm yeah. your uh, dad's friend. And Don't. Come into my van. Let's all go camping. Look at this catalog of beautiful children. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, all right. And yeah, you so were the one who suggested yeah. it yeah. to them. Uh, yeah. I just get sued. Yeah, You're never going to be allowed to mentor in this city. <laughs> Probably not, man. Uh, okay. No, I won't. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not telling any more uh, bad things about that one. Uh, well, I also like Parks and Recreation because it gives a good view of the government. I don't think the government's all bad. And Parks and Recreation does a good job of reminding you that the government can be good. It started this one with the community garden. Um, but I wanted to share a little story of uh, good government. Los Angeles and Long Beach is at rolling out a new Clean Air Act uh, that is trying to move towards zero emissions at all the, the ports, uh, like the, the big port in uh, Long Beach. And they're going for zero emission cargo handling equipment and zero emission trucks by 2030 and 35, respectively. Uh, and so wow. they pledged to do that. I think that's, that's a big cool. deal. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Don't those suckers pump it out? Yeah. It's like one of the, those, those, that, the, that spot is like the worst uh, polluted place in LA. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so yeah. That's really awesome. They're fixing it up. Aww. They're trying. Good job, Long Beach. Uh, I like that their goals, though, their goal is specifically uh, to get to pre 1990s emissions levels, which doesn't seem like that long ago like that big of a goal but they're like we're just we could just get back to just a little bit before the yeah, inch backwards yeah that'd be good like I, I hope that after that they're like now if we could get to 80s 80s emission yeah. level. just keep turning back the yeah. clock just a little yeah, I think it's possible. I no, that's cool. That's yeah. important too right now. Like definitely local government is like yeah. really important in like the green push and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. that's really great. Uh, the only good government stories I can find now are local government stories. You don't say. Yeah. I wonder yeah. why. That's so weird. And a lot of them are like very specifically like in defiance of Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> that's This is what works. Who's like, that? Great, great. Good job, everyone. So I don't know. Good, good, good job, LA. Did Dark you guys City read? And, you may have talked about it already, but please. the letter that they, wrote for Leslie Nope like right after the election it was like a letter to the American people from Leslie Nope that the writing staff of Parks and Rec did no oh man you should uh, google it it's really was what I needed for sure because it's like very funny and very, very like heartfelt but it's also like fuck this like we're not gonna take this lying down like we're gonna fight and like it was really tonally like exactly what I needed to briefly pick me up in that like yeah. week after the election when just hey, everything man. seemed truly hopeless. Not that it seems hopeful now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I think but, that's, but that's, I, I totally agree with that. And I think that's why I'm actually like sad. I think that I truly, Leslie Nope isn't real. <laughs> that Leslie Nope isn't real. But I actually, I truly believe that if Parks and Recreation was still on during the election, I feel like that would have changed it. I feel like it would have been just enough. It wasn't very many votes. It was not a lot. Yeah. So was it like 50,000 or something like yeah. that? They're just the, in the what, couple states? Done. It's like a little tweak. Mm. That's nothing. That's nothing. It's very fixable. <sighs> well, there's a lady press secretary. So. Oh, Yeah. So that's something. Yeah, so that's but something. she's Mike Huckabee's daughter. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not saying she's good. <laughs> You're just saying there is a lady. Uh, she is. We're just saying she's facts. Just a female. We're just saying facts. Is she the first one, right? Press secretary? No, that can't be right. Really? 
Maybe. I don't think anyone else had a woman press secretary. Whatever. Maybe I don't know. I, had, yeah, I don't know. I'm we'll just have trying to, to spin one. it to be good. Okay. You did good. You did good. You really Chris Traeger that one. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited about that. Uh, all right. Uh, what else, Elise? What are we missing? I've forgotten everything. I fell off the chair a little bit. I'm okay. Everything's fine. Um, She's still in the chair. People. Uh, do you want to play a game, and then we'll yeah. We'll Which one do you want to do? No. Um. Do you want to do trigger warning? Okay. Fine. We'll do trigger warning. Uh, trigger warning is a game we've invented. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep on giving you bad news, Greg Nix, okay. uh, and you're gonna have to tell me. Oh, I have to like spin it. Why it's actually yeah. like maybe a good thing. Okay. Maybe it's a good thing. Okay. Are you ready for I, trigger warning? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to. Th- what's the one? <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Nova's literally overflowing with the ideas for the sound when she <laughs> yeah <laughs> if, she pu- if she pukes on stage during a she's debate that's just yeah. <laughs> that's, she's that's, literally overflowing oh with ideas. that's a perfect example for this game yeah yeah okay. yeah actually i'm gonna have to remember that for next time yeah. we set up trigger warning yeah uh all right uh we're gonna we'll give you mm, like five or six things yeah we'll just all right uh greg uh, I accidentally washed uh, a red sock with all my white clothes, and now all my clothes are pink. Steven, you look so good in the color pink. It brings out your eyes. It works with your complexion. It's bold. It's hot. I love it. It's good. That's good. Um, Greg, please help me. Um, I just, I just poop my pants. <laughs> And I have to go to a meeting. Please help me. (laughs) Elise. (laughs) You have taken a bold step towards success in your meeting by pooping your pants. (laughs) It gives you more time to prepare. (laughs) Your presentation will be much more thoughtful and you'll be invigorated by the new underwear that you're going to buy at Walmart on your way to the meeting. Greg, uh, my computer got taken over by hackers. Steven. Steven Perlstein. You are forging new relationships with people across the globe. (laughs) Different cultures. You're expanding your horizons. They're getting to know you. And your deepest, darkest secrets that you've never told anyone. It's true. And they'll be able to help you work through those secrets. I like that one. That's nice. Um... Greg, God, I don't know what to do. Both of my parents are trapped on like a sinking cruise ship. <laughs> I just don't know what to do. Help. Elise. <laughs> you should look on the bright side. You'll get a very nice settlement from this. Your parents only want the best for you. You'll have a much fuller life than you otherwise would have had had they died in an accident where there was no liability. <laughs> That's a good trigger warning. That's a fun one. That's a very litigious Chris. You're a good Chris. <laughs> where it's like, actually, it's better that there is somebody liable because if they go in their sleep, there's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing for you after that. Look at all Just grief. Things. Now you have grief and millions of dollars. Oh. That was a good trigger a warning. Oh, man, I like that one. All right, let's uh, let's end it how we love to always end it. Uh, treat yourself. We just like yeah. to share how we treated ourselves this week. Did something nice or whenever, just, just for you or yeah. whenever. We do it this week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Elise. 
Oh, yeah. So Check I've yourself. been against these because I fancy myself to be pretty a pretty healthy eater. And I like to cook. I get, like, you know, my own stuff and I cook it. Uh, farmer's market. But everybody's on this GD Blue Apron train. <laughs> and I didn't go with them. So you should be careful. Uh, yeah, this- <laughs> shit talking them. They may be a sponsor someday. Yeah. I know. I'm just kidding. If you want to send me your box, maybe it's really good. So maybe, maybe do that. Uh, coupon code. I'll, I'll <laughs> Uh, trigger warning. Back. Yeah, trigger warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's great. Um, but I've always just been guessing because I have this weird thing. But I finally caved and I did get one box who is also not uh, a sponsor of the show. Mm. Um, but I ordered HelloFresh, the mm-hmm. vegetarian meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's supposed to come today. And I'm pretty excited about it because it's also like... I've changed my tune on it a little bit because it's like different recipes and stuff that I don't usually cook because I would have to buy a lot of the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Like they would either like tortillas or something come in like a bulk. And we're like, we don't Is there like that a dollar, Greg. We can't shell out a dollar for some tortillas. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that was an example, Stephen. Um, oh God, but yeah, it's so starting. <laughs> yeah. Your forecast. Yeah. Five years from five, now. <laughs> five years. Um, Stephen doesn't cook, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it'll be fun to like mix up the things because I usually stick to like the same general recipes in my life. But whatever. It's coming today. I'm friggin' psyched. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. a good treat yourself. Yeah. Treat Thank yourself. You. Treat Thank yourself. You. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, yours is uh, nerdy. Uh, mine's worse. Um, I <laughs> I bought uh, a a very <laughs> can't even a very, a very expensive toothpaste. Um, mm. It's a two tube toothpaste. There's oh wow! So, there's so much going on with it. This yeah. is a very Tom Haverford treat yourself for yeah. sure. It oh, feels yeah. it feels like I was like it's like Crest HD white double action, and it's so complicated. You have to like brush your teeth, and then you can't rinse your mouth with the first like paste, and then you have to do the gel with. You can't rinse your mouth in between, or it doesn't give you those sparkly. You can spit, but you can't rinse. Can't rinse. So I don't know. I really, I really went overboard on like this twelve dollar thing of toothpaste. Do you like it so far? I've I, been using it as well. Yes. Uh, so I guess it's a treat us. Um, yeah, I do think I like it. It's weird, but I what like is it. the is there like a material difference in the way your teeth feel or look or something or not yet? If anything, <laughs> if anything, my teeth feel less clean. Yeah, doing I was it. gonna say it does feel less clean. <laughs> <laughs> But I do That's like what that. you want from me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I do like that gel. Like the, the when you do it with the gel, I do like the way my mouth feels overall at the end of it. But it's still like a little grittier than the first know. one is super gritty. Yeah. But yeah. The gel makes it a little better. But yeah. I guess the purpose of that is to like whiten. Right. Basically. I guess. I don't fucking know. I just I just, I just <laughs> yeah, I just bought into the hype. I was like, all right, great. I can't wait to have these white teeth. It's going to be yeah. incredible so. for twelve dollars. So yeah, so that's how I treated myself. Real lame and cool. Nice. Uh, Gray, what have you got? Well, I was just in uh, San Diego for Comic Con uh, yeah. shortly before this podcast. Yeah, mere minutes. Uh, <laughs> mere minutes, in <laughs> fact. Um, and I was just going. I did, my first treat 
myself, I guess, was even just going because I just went for a night because uh, I work in Nickelodeon and they were throwing a big party. And I was like, yeah, I want to go to a party with like all of my work friends. And they, uh, you know, usually do it upright. And yeah. It was very fun. Um, but my real treat myself, heck, I want to say treat yourself, but it's not. There's nobody else. Um, was that I took the train instead of driving. I uh, dropped 70 bucks on an Amtrak ticket. Oh, yeah. Um, Amtrak's the way to travel for sure. Yeah. It's not the most efficient way to travel, but no. it certainly is the most comfortable way to travel. Yeah. Um, especially since I was pretty hungover this morning. Nice. Uh, it was it was pretty clutch to be able to take a nap on the way back instead of driving and being pissed off in traffic and stuff like that. That's good. How yeah. long did it take to get to, from San Diego to LA? Um, it's a little bit longer than it would be were there no traffic. Uh -huh. Of course, there's always traffic. So I think it was... And we we had to like stop in the middle for some reason. Like there was something on the tracks, and we had to stop for like twenty minutes. That happens uh, a lot. Like I used to do trains, and I was uh, when I was a kid, I used to uh, do it, and it happens surprisingly a lot. You're like, what could be going on right. on a train track where there's tra it's all, it happens all the fucking time. Yeah, that was definitely my thought process. Yeah. So I was like, who's blocking freaking I guess, train tracks? I guess what happens is if it's a if it's a commercial train, like if it's you know shipping goods or whatever, they they always get priority over anything that carries passengers so you're just constantly getting bumped for like higher priority That's some bullshit yeah. wow. i got bumped for like corn syrup or yeah. something yeah wow you specifically corn syrup yeah, probably sweetums corn syrup sweetums yeah <laughs> uh but it, it, it took like uh two and a half hours or something like okay, that's that. not bad at all yeah no yeah. not too bad they have different this one was like a slight express i think it skipped it. a couple too but got it nice yeah, I, i've it was... only taken the train once in california and it was up to from here to san diego or <laughs> from here to santa barbara um and it was a, a pure delight yeah. i was like i need to do this all of the yeah. time no, it's so great. nice and it's you were probably on the same train because i think it goes the surf liner yeah uh, and it like coast. goes down the coast so yeah. you get to see the ocean i took a gorgeous. beautiful hyperlapse of the <laughs> ocean that nice. was we all saw it it was fantastic dude good work yeah good Work. Good work. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you can check that out in the show notes, guys. We're going to have a link to that. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's gorgeous. Uh, speaking of, uh, Greg, is there anything that you want to plug or share with the listening audience? Uh, I will plug it once more. Duck Snort Baseball Podcast. Um, a little network you may have heard of called Boardwalk Audio. Yeah. Um, new episodes every Tuesday. Uh, check us out. Uh, DuckSnortPodcast.com or in the podcast app of your choosing. That's right. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm not even a big baseball fan, but I listen to that and I like it. I'm like, yeah, this is fun and good. Why yeah, not? it's fun, right? Yeah, it's good. It's a really good show. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that does it for this episode of the show. Yeah. And I guess goodbye, Parkies. And until next time, we love you. And we like you. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find the show at Love You Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you have questions, fan art, love it moments, like it moments, gifts, reviews, and more, reach out to us there. If you want to email us, you can at loveyoupodcast at gmail.com. You can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. And me at Elise Michelle. Our theme music was composed by Thomas Gilbert. And our show art was by Kevin David Crow. Give us a sweet, sweet five-star review on iTunes. Until next time, we love you. And we like you. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now. Want to hear your favorite funny people paired with wine? Want to just hear them whine about something? 
Hi, I'm Ellen Clifford. Hi, I'm Sean Buckholtz. We're the hosts of The Wine Situation. That's wine with an H. We've had Morgan Murphy. Drew Drogi. Brian Safi. Charlie Tanners and Camille Knox. Paul F. Tompkins and Janie Haddad Tompkins. Melanie Linsky. They all told us their wines. And we told them about wine. It's totally boozy study hall. So get it everywhere you find your favorite podcasts. That's The Wine Situation. Wine, wine with, with an H. H. Cheers! Cheers.